theyeshiva.net. So the Gemara concluded that the Braisa that taught us, the Braisa that taught us on the bottom of Tesamet Beis and the top of Yunam and Aleph, that halacha, which says that when a Jew plants a tree more than 30 days before the Shoshana, in terms of Arla, he's covered for a year. The Shoshana will be the, already the end of the first year and will begin the second year. And the question was, who is the Tana that is behind this Braisa? And we were not sure, because according to the mayor, it seemed like one day would do the trick. And according to the second view, the view of Rebbe Lazar, who says that you need 30 days, you still would need another 30 days. Why would you need another 30 days? Because you would need 30 days for klita, for absorption, for the plant to begin to take root, which only then can you begin your oral account. Because till it doesn't develop roots, as Rashi puts it, it's like you put a seed in your house. You don't start counting arla because you put your seed on your dining room table or on your counter. It's not called arla. Actually, says it's kamunach bebeisa. Manach bebeisa. You put it in your house. Huh? Yeah. No. No. The point is that it's no. No. In other words, that it's halachically insignificant. Yeah. No, pallet plant. Not, not, not an earth. Yeah, so it would be like in your house, everybody would say, you're not going to start counting for a long. So even though here, of course, it's, it's not in your house, it's in the earth, and from this, from this, this is the beginning of the process of planting, but at this moment, halachically, you have no significance. You have no significance. And, and, and Rebelaza would need thirty would need thirty days for it to take root. And then you have thirty days for the year. So you need sixty days, not thirty days. I said you need thirty. There's other views that Klita takes only three days. There's another view that Klita takes two weeks. You have all different types of views. If you have Rabbi Yehuda's view, it's only three days. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi say it's two weeks. Rebeleza says it's a month. But according to everybody, it's at least three days. If it's three days, you would need 30, 33 days. So the Gemara answers in conclusion that really the Braisa follows Reb Meir. I, Reb Meir says one day suffices. The answer to that is, there's two separate halachas. Reb Meir says you need one day for a year. To have a year, you need one day. Just like he says by the bull, by the par. Once it's two years old, it's 24 months, one day in the third year is Chashav Shana. We consider it a three-year-old par, even though it just began its third year. No problem. Here my issue is not that I need 30 days because I need a year. Mitzad, the year of Arla, Reb Meir says, give me one day. Erev Rosh Hashanah does the trick. Chavtas Elul is your year, I don't care. The problem is, Reb Meir holds that Klita takes 30 days. Reb Meir never said Klita takes an hour. Klita takes 30 days. So you don't need the 30 days Mitzadish Shana. You need the 30 days Parshat 
You should be able to be counting. <laughs> you should be able to begin counting. That's the part. You need to begin counting. When are you going to begin counting? You begin counting after it's planted. 30 days. Before 30 days, it's not considered planting. I'm happy to count and give you a year with one day. But I can't count it as one day yet when it's not planted. Vos vilstu. If you've planted Tesvav Elul, so when is the Klitu? The Klitu is Tesvav Tishrei. What am I supposed to do for you? So I'm starting to count Tesvav Tishrei. You missed, you, you skipped, you missed your Rosh Hashanah L'Natiyah. So Melech Shittas Reb Meir. I, the Gemara said, you need 31 days because you need 30 for Klitu and you need your day for a year. So L'Chayra, there should be a condition that you need 31 days, not 30. On this, the Gemara was Mechadish that according to Reb Meir, you have to say, Yoyim Lamed Oyla Lekan that day 30 includes both components, meaning it's the end of Klita and it's the beginning of the year and the end of the first year. And the end of the first year, the beginning and the end of the first year, even though you have one day where you're doing both. You don't even need a full day for a year, that's the Vart. What we, as we would say, the expression, not as of the day, of the of the year, because it's like a whole day, and a day is like a year. Your mayor says that this is a few hours, a few hours before the Shoshana is already a year. That's the mayor's shitta. And Bemela, the Braisa works. And that's what the Braisa said. If you plant it 30 days before the Shoshana starts your second year, if you plant it within 30 days, Rosh Hashanah is not your second year. You have to wait till the next Rosh Hashanah for your second year, as explained. The Gemara now goes to the next shtickle moves away from this whole discussion with Arla and the minion of Shnois Arla, and gets into the discussion of the very two shittas of Reb Meir and Reb Lazar. Where did they come up with this idea? We're assuming Reb Lazar says 30 days, Reb Meir says a day, but why? Why did Reb Lazar say you need 24 months and 30 days to be considered a par? And Reb Meir says, no, I need 24 months and one day. What would be the Svaris Hamachloikas, which of course translates into Karbonus, when the par is kosher for Karbonus, and in other dinim like we have here when it comes to Arla, because according to the Belazar, you need 30 days as the year, and therefore 30 days would not work, because you need Klita, and then you actually need 30 days, right? And then there's also before Shviyas. Zagdi Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yoichen, and Rabbi Yoichen, and says, if you see the Fyur Amit Beis in the middle of the page, the line starts, Ulekan, Mamish in the middle of the center of the Amit. Amr Rabbi Yochanan comes Rabbi Yochanan and says, Ushneyin Mikra Echa Darshu. Both of them expounded one Pasuk. Sometimes you have two shittas and they come from different Pesukim. The question is why this one embraces this Pasuk and this one embraces this Pasuk and ignores, or re- not ignores, reinterprets the other Pasuk. Rabbi Yochanan says you should know that Meir and Belazer, who argue what's the Zman, what's the passage of time that can be considered a year, use the same Pasuk. Mikra echa darsha, one pasuk de darsh. Rashi says, Ushneim is Reb Meir What's this pasuk? This is a pasuk in Parshas Noyach, when we have the story of the Mabul, the flood that descended in the days of Noyach. So the pasuk says that when Noyach was 600 years old, the Mabul begins to descend on the earth. And then at the end of the story it says, Vayihi ba'achas v'sheshmei is shana. It was in one, it happened to be that in one in 600 years, Barishan on the first day, Barishan on the first, on the first of the month, that's the term of the Pasek, 
Charvu means the Mayim dried up from on top of the earth. And the Pasuk continues, Vayaser Noyach Esmichsa HaTeva. Noyach uncovers the lid, the, the cover, the roof of the, of the ark. Vayar, and he sees Vinei Charvu Pnei Adama, the face of the earth has become dry. Reb Meir Savar comes Reb Meir and he says, since it's only one day that he went into the year, why? It says, 601 years, it's the first day of the month, so it's the first month, it's Berishon, the first month, and it's Be'echad L'Chaydash. In other words, you only went into your new year, 601, one day. It's not the second month, the first day. It's the first month, the first day. So it's only one day. And nonetheless, v'kakari l'shana. And yet, the Torah Tainas, it's called shana. V'hi ba'achas v'sheish, meyes shana. It's a new year. Is the charaya shmamina, yoim echad b'shana, chashav shana. So we see from here that one day of the year is considered a year. And hence, Reb Meir, Maintains his shit based on this possible. Can you call it differently? Yeah, what else would you say? You want to say it's in the next year? What are you going to say? Rosh Hashanah just passed. Then it's the next new year. You in the new year. Good. And you call it for Achaz Vesheish Mayesh Shema. It's called the year. That doesn't mean that one day is called the year. That's how you count. When you count, you want to say where something But But Peter uses the word Shema, that's it. The Peter uses the word Shema. Could have come up with another term. And therefore, says he says that you could already say on a chum. Oh, that's going to be the Belazer's deal. The idach, the Belazer says. I say you need thirty days. Not that I don't agree with your vart. It says shana is shana, right? But if it would have said. Like we would say in English, it happened to be in 601 years. First the 600 and then the 1 and then you would say the years. I would agree with you that this is proof that one day is considered a year. Now that it says, in other words, the Torah chose to put the word Shana after the Sheshmeyes, not after the word Achaz. So perhaps... We could touch the Pasik that Shneishmeizvaachas cannot be considered a new year as long as you only went in one day. Because Rebbe Lazar would say, I need my 30 days. Shana Sheishmeizkai. The word Shana only goes on Sheishmeiz, in other words, 600 years past. Umay Achas. it says, Vahi Baachas. Baachas is Aschalta da Achas Kamar. This thing happened in the beginning of that year that will one day call Shnas Sheish Meiz Va'achas. But you can't yet include this as a year. So Vahi Ba'achas V'Sheish Meiz Shana. It's only 600 years. I it's 601. It's not 601 years. I'm sorry. So not the year yet. This is what happens after the 600. But I can't say 600 years because it wasn't. It was more. You already went into the next day. So that's why I say Ba'achas. Aschalta Da'achas Kamar. It's the beginning of that year, which we're going to call one more year, but that could only happen after 30 days. That's the Meiz Shit. I'm sorry, the Belazit Shit. Okay, so this explains that he doesn't allow the one day. But so maybe you need uh, six months, maybe you need a technical full year. What's the reason for the Belazit? 
He rejected the mayor because the Achaz says before the Shana. The Shana goes on Sheish Meis, perhaps. But what's his reason for the 30 days? The Ksiv, from the same Pasuk, that's Rabbi Yochanan's point. The beginning of the Pasuk, the end of the Pasuk is, the continuation of the Pasuk is, Barishin Be'echad L'Chaydish. It's only one day that you went into the Chaydish. The first day of the month. But you're calling it the month. It says, So if it's you're already calling it the new month. What do we see from here? One day of the month could already be considered the month. So if one day in the month could be considered a month, so you could learn from this, that that 30 days in the year could be considered a year. What's the connection? Why? Takit says, so says, the first day is considered a full chaydish. But how do you derive from this 30 days for the year? So the Belazah says as follows, chaydish limnuyav, v'shana liminuyeha. Basically, the Chodesh is made up of Menuyav. Menuyav is like its units. Its units. What are the units that make up a Chodesh? We all know. 30 days. And what do we see from here? That one unit of the units that comprise a month is considered a month. So we supply... No, one unit that comprises of the units that comprise a month is considered a month. That's what we learned from the Basak. Barishain be'echad l'chaydish. So Mamele Rebbe says, I apply the same logic and principle to the year. What are the units that make up a year? Months. Twelve months make up a year. In other words, I could, I could go further. I could break it down and say, 365 days make up a year. But then, I'm not being <coughs> symmetrical with the month. Because the month, it's the unit after the month. I have to do the unit... Below the year, I can't go two units, I can't break it up further. So I break it up once. Twelve months makes up a year. And I say, Shona Liminuyah, excuse me, a year for its units. Such a unit, one unit, makes up a year. What is the unit? The unit is a month. Yeah, a week is not the unit of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking why the Belazah says Shloish Shemyoy, not Esavatishia. I mean, the pastors, I would say, because and you know, he, he, he can't have a source to go to Esimetisha Yom, you're for sure a Chaydish. Esimetisha Yom is, he can't be lenient that way. He's going to be more lenient. Huh? Oh. No, it's not. From his birthday, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see Dashi. Good question. Let's see Dashi. It happened on the on one and six hundred years. L'soif ashte aser chaydish ehischel mabuleded. This is after eleven months when the mabul started to descend. L'divrei ha'omer b'tishe nivrei ha'olam. We're soon going to explore two opinions. The Belazer and the Yeshua when the world was created. The world was created right before Tishrei, or the world was created right before Nisan. 
So when it says, if we say the world was created Tishrei time, so Mabul Yadad Biyudzayin B'Marcheshven Kedil Kamon. So the Mabul starts coming down. The Pasuk says the Mabul started on the second month, the 17th day of the month. If you say B'Nissin Nivra so therefore Iyer would be the second month. So it would be Yudzayin Iyer. If we say B'Tishin Nivra Ha'olam, so then we could say the second month was also Cheshvan. So the Mabul starts 17 Cheshvan according to this view. So have a high Berishin Be'echad L'Chaydash. When would be Berishin Be'echad L'Chaydash? It would be the first month is Tishrei. And the first day of the first month is Echad L'Chaydash Tishrei. The first day of Tishrei, which we call Ardar Shoshana. That's when Noyach removes the lid of the Teva. And he sees that it's dry. The E actually is Benissin. You can't say Achadish Azalachem Rech Chadashim. And therefore, we're talking about Nissin. Why? Shade Mem Yoim Mabel. It's obvious, it says, that the Mabel, the flood itself continued. The Mabel went for 40 days. Afterwards, the Pasuk says, 150 days, 150 days, Shagavru Hamayim Eilehen. That the water just on their own, the waters on their own, there was such a flood, it was surging, surging and populating the whole earth on its own for another 150 days after the 40 days. So obviously Rashi says, Nimshechu, Ragoy Sabach says, Nimshechu at Sivan. So this had to continue till Sivan. Because if you have 40 days and you start Yudzayin Cheshvan, so when do you end? You continue 30 days till Yudzayin Kislev, and then you have another 10 days. So you have Chavzayin. So it's the end of Kislev. Now you need 150 days. You're not going to be done by Nisan. You need 150 days. Huh? Five months. Five months. So in Mele you have Tevis, Shvat, Adar. Nisan is only three months past. So you have to have Nisan and Ir. And then in Sivan, that's when the 150 days end. And then the Torah continues. And then it says that the Mayim started slowly to recede. Chaser, to recede, to be missing. Till the 10th month. This, according to Rashi's Cheshbon, the famous Cheshbon in Chumash, and here he does the Cheshbon again, is the month of Av. Why is the month of Av the 10th month? Where is it the 10th month? If you start counting from Tishrei, it's not the, tw- it's right, not the 10th month, it's all that t- month 11. Elul would be the 12th month, and Av would be 11. If you start from Nisan, it's right, not the 10th month. Where is Av the 10th month? Shahoya Asidi leaded as Kshamim. It's the 10th month from when the rain started to descend. If you start Cheshven, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, Adar, Nisan, Iyer, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, Av is the 10th month. Va'az Niru, Rashi, And it says then, in the 10th month, Noyach could start seeing, or somebody could start seeing, the peak of the mountains. But now it has to recede further. So the top of the mountains show up because the water was so high it was eclipsing the mountains. Now it starts going down. Until the first day of Tishrei, basically the two months of an Elul, Nivlu Hamayim, the water got absorbed in the earth. Now it makes sense. It was dry. So Noyach basically saw this on Echad B'Tishrei, not Echad B'Nis. Rashi says, if you hold that the Mabul started not in Cheshvin, but an ear, then Then, of course, you're not going to be able to say it's Echad B'Tishrei, because from ear to Tishrei, you won't be able to do this Cheshven, you're going to have to say that it was Be'echad B'Nissin the next year. If this is the case, 
Bein Lamar, Bein Lamar, whether you hold this view that Betishrei Nivra and the Mabel starts Cheshman, or Benissin Nivra and the Mabel starts Yudzayanir, according to both, Tchilas Shnas Sheish Meiz Va'achas Le'nichnesubo Eloyim Echad. The beginning of year 601, they only went in one day. Zolzaynitz Rishchaydish Nissen. But this was Rishchaydish Nissen. Your year starts Nissen. You went in one day. Rishchaydish Tishrei. You only went in one day. And what do you say about this? You say, Dixiv Be'echad Lechaydish Ve'kari Le'ishonah Kedixiv Ba'achas Ve'sheish Meyes Shana. It's already the new year. Hence the mayor says, one day is a year. So the Belazer says, no. If it would have said, Vayhi B'sheish Meyes Ve'achashonah Kedika Amrit Ve'kari Le'ishonah. Now that it says Ba'akas Vishesh Meir Shana, it may not be a Shana. So that Belazar himself says, Kari Le Chaydish, the Ksiv Be'echad La Chaydish, Chaydish La Menuyev Echad Min Haminuyan Shalai. One of its units, one of its, so to speak, subscribers, Chash of Chaydish, Shah Chaydish Nimne Biyamin. The question is, maybe a Chaydish is not made up of days. Rashi says, no, 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 a Chaydish is made up of days, the Ksiv. The Pasuk says, Ad Chaydish Yamim, a month of days. The units that make up a year is month. How do you know? Maybe not. The Ksiv. Rebbe Lazar says, Rashi is explaining the shit. The Ksiv. If not, you could say Shana is not made up of months. Remember, there's no real months in a year. Right? Shana Sachama doesn't have months. It just has days. 365 days. So, that's what it says. And therefore, we follow the idea that this is what the Bechelen says, Shneya Mikra Echad Darsha. Now here we have a major problem. The problem is, what is this six hundred and one years since? Six hundred and one years of what? L'chayi Noyach. In other words, from when he was born. What's Berishan Be'echad L'chaydish? Rashi said, Echad L'chaydish is say Tishrei, and Rishan is the first day of Tishrei. Right. So we're proving from here that one day in the year is 601 days. It's 601 years. One second, one second. What if Noyach's birthday, what if Noyach's birthday, yeah, was already uh, seven months ago? What if Noyach's birthday was Ampurim? I don't know when Noyach was born. But let's say Noyach's birthday was Ampurim. I mean, he, he, liked, he liked to say L'chaim something. I'm, I'm putting it on Purim. Let's say his birthday was on Purim. So he became 600 full years on Purim, and now started 601 years. So it's, seven, it's six months after, after his birthday, was Vilsto. What's the Raya here? When, your birthday is, is, is the month of Shvat. So Rosh Hashanah, you're still going to be considered, you're still going to be considered your old birthday. It's already six, seven months after your birthday. And what if what if what if Noach was born Tzam Gedalia? What if Noach was born Tzam Gedalia? So tomorrow he's actually going to be six hundred and two years old, right? He's six hundred and one. He's going to be finished it, and he's going to go to the next year. What's the what's the connection? Yishim bechel lechaydish has to do with the collective years. We're here we're talking about Noach's birthday. What's the day of Reb Meir? That's the problem here. You understand? That's what you asked. Bereshit Bechad L'Chaydish has to do the calendar. Yeah. It's not changes. What's today? Yudalot Shvat? I say when you were 43 years old, Yudalot Shvat. 
It means you became 43 on your Dalit Shvat? It does say Dalit No. No, but Rashi explained to us it's Echad L'Chaydash Tishrei. You're not changing. You're saying you were 42 years old. You're 42 years old on this date. What, what, the date. So the years you go for Noyer and the date you go to the previous No, no, no. No, you're, you're discussing how old he was. So you discuss how old he was. And now you're telling me in that year which day it was. Where do you have a Raya that only one day in the year went by? Not one year. If you're telling me it happened to be in the year. Say, Tov Shin Lamet. Right? That year, it's a new year. So the made as a raya, but you're not saying that. You're giving me the cheshman of his birthday. So the Tudor Yevon, the Shagas who has a commentary on Masechta Rish Hashanah, the name of the commentary is Tudor Yevon, proves from here, very interesting idea, that when the Torah counts all the generations, the numbers of years that are mentioned in the Torah, in the beginning, all the first parashies, he mentioned the number of years, they never get counted from the day that they were born. But rather they follow, this is what the Chinese do, right? What do they do? As we discussed uh, yesterday, the Rosh Hashanah of China becomes your birthday. In other words, if I'm a Chinese kid, I was born, when is my first birthday? A day later. Birthday is a day later. And it happens to be that in China it becomes complicated. Why? Because when you're born, you can already consider it a year old. It's as though you were here a year. So actually a day later is your second birthday, not your first birthday. You're two years old. So you're one day old, but you're really you're two. It's good for the license. Huh? <laughs> That's why they live so long. Very good. <laughs> it's one way of doing it, huh? It's one way of doing it. What's Pshat? And what's the Vart? The Vart is, your birthday is considered... When it's the new year of the country. Because it's the new year of the country, this is your birthday. So the Tudor Yevon says that the numbers of the counts of years of people in Chumash, you're not counting it from the day they were actually born, but rather from the first day when you count the years of the world. Bemela, according to the Meir, somebody who was born one day, or according to the Belazah, somebody who was born 30 days before Rosh Hashanah of Minyan Shnoi Sa'olam of counting the years of the world. So you'll start counting two years. Ah, you were born, according to the May, one year before. It's already the Shoshana. It's a new year. If he says that you actually start counting from Noyach's birthday, he says you have absolutely no proof. If Noyach was born any month that's not Nisan or not Tishrei, and that month, that day, begins the new year, so then it's not Chilas Hashana. The Meir has absolutely no proof. Nothing. And therefore... You would refute Reb Meir. It's the Charaya. Reb Meir has a strong proof. And the only reason Reb Elazar disagrees is it's the technical thing of Shana that it says after Sheish Meir. It's not after Achas. Because Vahiba Achas Vesheish Meir is Shana. When would that begin? Not when Noyach actually turned. Not when Noyach became 601. It has to become Rosh Hashanah. So he turned 600 when it passed 600 years? Or, or he turned 600 like Oyas when he go in in the next year? Yeah, but in the next year of the Shana. In the next year. So he lived already full 600. Yeah. Full 600. Yeah. So I don't understand. 
Ah, there was no tefillin then. You mean it's a bar mitzvah? Yeah, it's a different cheshbon. It's a different cheshbon. Bar mitzvah is a different cheshbon. Bar mitzvah you learn from Vigichu Ish Charboy that Shimon and Levi that day were thirteen. And that cheshbon is made with 13 me'es le'es. For the birthday cake? But mitzvah is me'es le'es. Yom is yom We're not talking about yom ha'ledes. It says in Yerushalmi and yom ha'ledes mazoli gaiver. Yeah? And yom ha'ledes mazoli gaiver. You want to know when Pare made his birthday party? No, that's it. He be yom ha'ledes as Pare. No, the birthday is the day you were born. You were born put him, you were born put him, you were born in Shoshana. The counting of the year is that. No. No, 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 he wasn't yet 601. That's the Vart. The Rosh Hashanah starts his year. If he would have been 601 years on his birthday. It says, The Mabel starts Cheshman. So the Mabel starts Cheshman. So really, let's say his Yom Aladis was Tesvav Cheshman, yeah? Okay, let's say. When would he become Sheish Meiz V'Achaz Shana? Tesvav Cheshman. But we say no. The Rosh Hashanah is already a new year for him. Because we don't wait a whole year. So he became 601. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah. For he Sheish Meiz Shana. And still we're calling it a Shana, even though it's one day. And still it started in Marvel, it says only 600 years. Yeah. No. Because of Rosh Hashanah went in between. You're right. Because this was after the Shoshana, Berishan, Bechad, Lachaydish. Or after the Shoshana, listen, you're right. So if the whole Mabel would have been before the Shoshana, he would have remained that age. So how old was he really by the Mabel started? How much years was he on the planet? <coughs> 600? I don't know. In other words, if he was born Kislev? Let's say any day, but it was the 600th year or the... No, if it was 599, then the next Rosh Hashanah would be 600. It was 600, and the next Rosh Hashanah becomes 601. So the marble started when he was 600, so the marble ends when he was 601. No, because the marble, let's say, started with Zion Cheshvan. Huh? But this, no, but the marble was a year. But here we're talking about before the end of the year. Yeah, because you went from Yuzayin Cheshvan to Tishrei, so you're missing a month. You're missing a month. Before Tishrei, from Cheshvan to Tishrei, you don't have a full year, right? And yet his birthday changes. So he's already six hundred and one years old. Mitzad Rosh Hashanah. Right. Mitzad Rosh Hashanah. But only Mitzad Rosh Hashanah, not really. Not that he's really 601. Rosh Hashanah made him 601. 
Let's say Noyach was born in Kislev. So in Eshchidosh Tishrei, he wouldn't be 601. 600. Five ninety nine. Yeah, no. Because it was after the Shoshana. The marble started after the Shoshana. If you call physically physically years, it was five ninety nine. Once Rosh Hashanah came in, it's Sheshma Rosh Hashanah. Now the next Rosh Hashanah is Sheshma is Vach Hashanah. It was not a year. No, it's eleven months. Eleven months. Yeah. to the Not even eleven months. Ten months and change. That's the proof. From here we learn. <coughs> this is in parentheses in your Gemara also. Ah, parentheses. Yeah. From here we learn. I mean, Rashi here is uh, struggles with this piece. Okay. Miklal from here we learn from the fact that Rabbi Yochanan says that it made and Rabbi both hold. But this is the beginning of Shnas Sheishmeis Vaachas. Both would hold that Nisan is the time that the world was created, and Echad ben Nisan is when the first the new year begins, because the first month is Nisan. If the f- world was created in Tishrei, then the first day of Nisan would not be the first day of the year. They both hold ben Nisan nivrayim. Zokdrashi, Miklal de Tavayu, Meiv Rebbe Lazar, the Tavayu Moedi Shazu Hoisat Chilas Shana. The Li Nida the Loigar Sinanle. This is a mistake. Maybe they both hold. Maybe the Meir and the Belazer hold like Rabbi Eliezer, but Tisha Nivra Olam. It's a machlekut between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. The high edition Lavnis and Alatisha, like he explained before. But Edition Bechad Lachayosh is Tishne. Mubneishu Edition Labrius Olam Olaminyan Hashanim Karei Edition. I have a big question. Why is Tishne called Edition? It should be Nissan. The answer is because it's the first one from when the world was created, and that's how we count our years, so you're calling it Rishon. Even though the Torah says you should call Nisan Rishon. It says clearly in Seyed Reilam, so therefore Rashi is not Goyrez, that is a proof from here, but Nisan Reilam, you could say both ways. Okay. So that's why they put it in parentheses, because of this Rashi. So Bemela, we have here our two shittas of Rebmeid and Nebelazar. The Gemara now goes into the very question that we're just addressing, and that is when the world was created, which becomes now the next sugya. Zog the Gemara. Tanya, we learn to Abelazer, Abelazer, Abelazer says, B'tishrei nivra ha'olam. The world was created in Tishrei. Now the question is, where did Abelazer got this? The Gemara is going to discuss that soon. But that's what Abelazer holds, B'tishrei nivra ha'olam. As it's brought in the Midrashim, even though the Gemara doesn't say it here clearly, that Bria Sa'ilam actually was in Chafhei Elo. Because the sixth day of Bria is when Adam and Chava were created, that was Echad Batisha, which we celebrate as Rosh Hashanah, which is Yom Hashishi Bria Sa'ilam. Even though the beginning of the Bria was Chafhei Elo, not Tishrei, nonetheless we say Batisha Nivra Ha'ilam because Adam is considered the pinnacle, the zenith, the ultimate objective of all creation. So therefore, the whole world's creation is considered the day that Adam was created, even though the world itself was created, not in Tishrei, but in Elo. That's why we say Taka in the Tfilis Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. We say Zeha Yoim Tchilas Maasecha Zikaron Liyoim Rishon. 
We're calling it the Tchilas Masecha. It's not Tchilas Masecha. Because if Rosh Hashanah is the day of Briya Sa'adam Arishin, Yom Ashishi, so you have Chafhei, Chavav, Chavzayin, Chavches, right? Chavtes, Lamed Aleph. So therefore, you're already six days behind Tchilas Masecha, after Tchilas Masecha. But the Pshat is because this is the Kavana of the Briya. The whole objective of creation starts developing and emerging through Adam, through the human being who basically carries on his shoulders the duty, the responsibility to fix the world, to change the world, to heal the world. That's the word Betishrei Nivra. Vaitezokre Belazar, Betishrei Nelduha Avas. On Tishrei, the Avas are born, and it's going to mean only Avram and Yaakov, because we'll soon see that he says that Yitzchak was born on Pesach. So when he says Avas, he means the majority of the Avas, Avram and Yaakov. Betishrei Mesu Avas. On Tishrei, the Avas pass away. Again, Avram and Yaakov. But Pesach Nelud Yitzchak. On Pesach, Yitzchak is born. But Rishashana, Nifkid Asara Rachel Vachana. On Rosh Hashanah, three women are remembered. Sarah and Rachel and Chana, all three of them struggled with infertility. And on Rosh Hashanah, they were remembered, which means there was the decree, there was the decision that they should become pregnant. It doesn't necessarily mean that they actually became pregnant on Rosh Hashanah, just as Nifkid of Rosh Hashanah. We're going to discuss that. But Rosh you saying because the obvious, because uh, Sarah gave birth to Yitzchak on Pesach. It says, it says, it says a year, now also. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. We're going to discuss it in a moment. But Rosh Hashanah, Yotza Yosef Mebeis Asur. On Rosh Hashanah, that's the day that Yosef went out of jail. Also on Rosh Hashanah, so of course this is in Tishrei. He goes out of jail. Once of the Tzofnes Panech says in Chumash, that that's why Pare was dreaming about the seven years of famine and the seven years of plenty, because Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Hadin for everything that happens in the world. So that's why Pare, he was dreaming everything that's going to happen over the next year, because it was Rosh Hashanah. So he had in his dreams what happens on Rosh Hashanah. And that's the day that Yosef came out of prison. But Rosh Hashanah, but on Rosh Hashanah, slavery from our fathers was nullified in Egypt. In other words, six months before they were actually redeemed, which is, of course, Pesach, on Rosh Hashanah already, they weren't being subjugated. Vaiter, Benissin and Nigalu, Tishrei Asid and Ligal, Rebbe Laza says. The Geula from Mitzrayim happened in Nissan. The future of Geula is going to happen on Tishrei. That's Rebbe Laza's shit. Comes Rebbe Yeshua, Oymer Rebbe Yeshua disagrees on many of these items. Number one, you said Tishrei, the world was created. Rebbe Yeshua says, no. Benissin Nivra'ayla. And here again, the Bria Salam happened Chafhei Adar. Echad Benissin is the day that Adam was created, just like we said before in the Shitta of Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Eliezer, sorry. So Rabbi Yeshua says, Benissin Nivra Elam. Next, Benissin Neldu Avas. In Nissin is the birthday of the Avas. Who? Avram and Yaakov. Benissin Mesu Avas. Nissin is the time that the Avas pass away. Here would mean even Yitzchak. But Pesach Noilad Yitzchak. On Pesach is the time of Yitzchak's birth. By Avram and Yaakov, we only know they were born in Nissan. We don't know the date in Nissan. By Yitzchak, we actually know that he was born on, on Pesach. Vaiter. Berosh Hashanah, Nifkida Sarah, Rachel, Vachana. On Rosh Hashanah, he agrees, Sarah, Rachel, and Chana were remembered. Berosh Hashanah, Yatsi Yosem, and Beis Asudin. Berosh Hashanah, ah? L'chaira Tishrei. L'chaira, no? Berosh Hashanah, Batla, Avoida, Mavisena, B'Mitzrayim. Rosh Hashanah Avoida was nullified in Egypt. 
And Rabbi Yeshua concludes, unlike Rabbi Eliezer, Benissan Nigalu, and Benissan Asidin Nigal. The famous expression, Bayidin, Bachaydish Nisan, comes from this Gemara, they will redeem the Nisan, and they will re- be redeemed again in the month of Nisan. This means that Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua are arguing about a few things. Number one, the time of the creation of the world. Number two, the time when the Avis were born and when they passed away. And number three, the time of Geula HaAsida when Mashiach comes. They're not arguing about when Davoy de Mitzrayim stopped, when Yosef was freed from Beis HaSudim, and when Sarah Rachel and Chana were remembered. Zog de Gemara. Tanya, we learned to Braise. Rashi says, Noel do Avis Avram v'Yakov. can be Yitzchak, he was born. Nisan. Nifkid asara bazach yoyinam latayva v'nigzer alayin hiroyin. Pregnancy was nigzer on them. But la avoyda ma'avisenu shishichadoshin lufnei gulosam. Pasak ha shibud. Even though the makas started a full year before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, because it took 12 months for the makas, so makas started Nisan, which is a year before, but the shibud, the enslavement started only, stopped only on Rosh Hashanah. Tanya will interpret the Belazer, and the Belazer says, Minayan Shibatishin Nivra Ilam. How do you know that the world was created in Tishrei Shanemar that says, Vayoimir Elikim? What's his proof? Vayoimir Elikim, Tachea or its Desha, Ace of Mazriya Zeda, Eitz Pri. The Possek says in Bereshis, on the third day of creation, what happens? The world of Batani, the world of Tsoimeach is created. So Hashem says, Tachea or its Desha. Let the earth sprout forth Desha. Desha is basically all the grasses, all the greenery that covers the earth, let the earth, tache, let it sprout forth, desha, become covered with all the greenery. Vaiter, he says, Esav, grass, Mazria zera, which basically contains seeds that can then reproduce, because how are you going to reproduce the next generation through seeds? Eitz pri, it should also produce an eitz, which is a tree, a fruit. Oisa pri laminoi, which could then continue making fruits from its own species. Ashazare bayal aretz, by its seed coming into the earth, that's the possible. So what is Rebbe Lezah from here? He says, let's understand. When it says tache, it means that the earth should get covered up with greenery. H pri means, it should be an H that has fruits. Ezo chaydesh shaha'aretz moitziyat shoyim ve'ilon molipedes. From all the year, which is the month that the earth which is the month that the, which is the month that the, which is the month that the earth produces chayim? In other words, when you come out, basically everything is in full growth, it's covered with growth, and you have trees that are filled with fruits. You have eight pri, have an oimer, in a regular year, when is this? This is Tishrei. If you have a choice between Tishrei and Nisan, Nisan is just spring. So Nisan is the beginning. You don't have your fruits in Nisan. Nisan is just the beginning of spring. It's called Chaydesh Aviv. Tishrei, at the end of the summer, now you go, the trees are filled with fruits, and the desha is complete. So let's understand something. Hashem was creating the world with a system. The system of Teva. The first thing He creates is Tachei Aretz Desha, Esav Mazriya Zera, Pri. Right? And now this is the system that is going to continue. If you're going to tell me this is Nisan, then this was a unique event, and the system doesn't continue this way. Elamai, this was Tishrei. And now the cycles of nature... Went into uh, went into effect. So Melavoim is a nisan. That's a tishrei. Why? HP can have nisan. It's not only HP. He also did the, the, the wheat and the barley, and uh, that, is, that is this is Pesach. No, it doesn't. We're not speaking on wheat. It says Tachia Oritz Desha, Asev Mazria Zera, Eitz Pri. So it says Ezel Chodesh 
that the Eretz is Moitziyot Shoyim. Yeah, Rashi says Tatshayal. It's tiskasev. It's a slabbage b'tishayim. She should be completely covered. Nissan is still the end of the winter, so it starts. But when is it completely covered? V'tislabish, meaning it's dressed up. The whole earth is, so to speak, dressed up with with greenery. And eight spries, Zokrashi, shenigmar period. The period is nigmar. There's already fruits on the tree. It's not Nissan. It's Tishrei. So yes, you could say, Hashem could do what He wants. He could make a Nissan v'alechs on eight spries. The Belezer knows that. But since there's a Bria Sa'olam here, and from now... There's going to be the regular cycle of nature that's going to continue, right? So he's assuming the creation happened in the way that it's going to continue to maneuver. In Nisan, you don't have this. In Tishrei, you have this. Vaitiri says, It's also logical to say that that was the time of the year when you have Revia. Revia is the time that it starts raining. Revia is a time of rain. Revia comes, actually, it's an f- interesting word. Revia means intimacy, right? Because that's what rain is considered. Rain is considered the intimacy between the heaven and the earth. And it's like the heaven gives a seed into the earth and the earth develops it, which is basically like the masculine and female relationship. That's what's called revere, intimacy. So it's mine revere, so it was a time of revere, meaning a time when, it's ra- when, it's, uh, when it starts raining. Bemela, and they needed rain. The, what do we see right after the Bri Asylum? The Yorduk Shamim, rain descendant. And Simchu, but Simchu they produced which that which was going Shenemer. It says in Bereishis ve'ed yalom in Aritz ve'hishka is called bnei adama. Vapor comes up from the earth, goes into the clouds, and then it irrigates the entire earth. And the question is, when is the zman revia? When is the beginning of the zman akshamim? The beginning of zman akshamim is Tishrei. Tishrei is the beginning of the autumn and the winter. That's the zman of yiridus akshamim, and it helps for the trees. Like Rashi says, They needed rain, and that's why the Pasuk says it started to rain. Tishrei is the time when the trees need revia, and it's the time of rain. Nisan is already the end of the rain season. Nisan is already, Pesach is coming, it's the beginning of Yemais HaChama. Tishrei is the beginning of the rain season. But Mele Rebelezer says, And that's why it was raining. These are his two proofs from Parshas Bereshis that when I have to describe what's the season in which the world emerges, Hashem is creating the season based on the natural cycle of events after that. It's a description, Parshas Bereshis, he says a description of the month of Tishrei, much more than what the month of Nisan looks like. If I would have to take a picture, this is a picture of Tishrei, not of Nisan. The trees gave out the parish right then. Eight pre? Eight pre? The, the, the rain is really for the next. Because if you, if you don't have, have, you have, have pre, you don't have seeds, how are you going to create a, how you have a new generation of, of, of trees? Rabbi Yeshua says, How do I know Nisan? Shanamar, he brings the same he brings the same story, but the next Pasuk. What happened? Don't tell me what Hashem said should happen. Tell me what happened. The Eretz gave out Desha. Again, greenery. Asev Mazriya Zera, grass that contains seeds. The eights oisapri, and an eight that makes a pri. That's how the pasuk continues. Ashazara boilem inayu vayara lekim kitoif. So the Beleza is focusing on pasuk yud aleph and bereishis perik aleph. The Bishul is focusing on pasuk yud base. So number one, it doesn't say vatache. Hashem said tache aritz desha. So that's what you would expect. Vatache. No, no, no. Vatoitze. It says vatoitze. 
Also, it doesn't say eight pri, it says eight oisapri. Which is the month? That the earth is filled with the shayim, with greenery. And the Elon starts being moitzipedes, giving out fruits. This is Nisrashi. If we would say, Hashem says, Let the earth yeah, be moitzi deshayim, and the Elon should be molipedes. That was Rebeleza's time. But he says, it doesn't say vatachi, it says vatoitze. Vatoitze is the pshat, l'cha'ira, that, yeah, not vatachi ya'aretz, vatoitze, it should bring forth, in Nisan, in, in Tishrei, it's already vatachi. It's done, it's already after the summer. Here he doesn't say vatachi. Vatoitze, meaning it starts coming out. It starts, and the same thing is eight oisapri. You start having, when in, in, in Nisan, you start having the Eitzes are starting to, to create Pri. You don't have Pedis yet in Nisan. This is, uh, this is not Tisha, this is Nisan. So you're telling me what Hashem said. Rabbi Yeshua says, I'm telling you what the earth did. And you see, it's a description, not of Tisha, of Nisan. And Vaita, and Vaita, Vaisea Pedik. Also, that time of the year, you're telling me it was a time of rain. Let me tell you something else. It was Man, Behema, Vechaya, 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 it's the time when animals, domesticated animals, wild animals, and birds have intimacy, relationships with each other. When would that happen? When should Hashem create the world? In a time when there is activity to bring in a new generation or not? That time, because that's when you needed to create and populate society. Rashi says, The time for Tashmish, this is what they needed. This is a raya. Why? Because when is the time that animals usually have relations? The Pasuk says in Tehillim, we learned it earlier. Which means, are fat sheep. They got dressed, which basically is a metaphor for they became pregnant. They put up an extra layer on themselves. In other words, they're carrying a baby. The valleys fill up with grain. They become badekt. They become covered with grain. Bar is grain. The grain is Yisroyayu. It, it dances and it sings as we learned before. That during the time of harvest, when the grain becomes ripe and there's a breeze and what happens is the stalks pound. They bang on each other and it's like they're dancing and swaying and clapping their hands. It looks like they're singing. When is this? The month of Nisan. The Nisan is the time when the Tzoyin become pregnant, because that's the time that the Tzvua becomes ripe, not Tishrei. When is the time of Zivug, he says. Do you think Zivug, in Tishrei there would be no Zivug? The Zivug between the Chayis would be in Nisan. And when is the Zman HaZivug? In Nisan. That's the Zman HaZivug. And the Chayra, when the world was created, it was the Zman of Zivug. So therefore, this is the second Raya that it happened. When? Not in Tishrei bot in Nisan. So the Beleza brings us two dias, the Bishua brings us two dias. So I'm thinking that you think we'll see as much as Hashem said one thing and what happened was different. He's saying that Hashem said they should, should give out a peri. Eight pri. And eight oisipri. So it's much of the, the earth didn't listen. Well, actually, on this, there's another Maimah Chazal, it's not a discussion of this Gemara, that Hashem wanted that Tama eights should be Ketam Hapri. 
Eitz Pri. The Pri should be the Eitz itself. L'Poyol, it says, Eitz Oisa Pri. The Eitz created Pri. It's not that there. Rashi brings it over there. Ah? Huh? Let's just... Huh? <laughs> you cannot eat the tree. There's no computer in the text. God made it because it should be in the That's what Rashi said. That's, that's brought to... Who says that? Uh, no, it's an Adam. But the Eretz had Mother Earth had for, uh, for man. It says that Esther is an exception. The Gemara says, by Esther, pre-Eitz, that the Eitz have a period Shavah. The Svasema says, huh? Anyone ever tried eating an Esser? Did you ever try eating an Esser? Yeah. My sends me. No, no, that's the Vart. The Mepharshim explained over there that an Esserig, the, the, what is it called? The, the rind, the rind is much larger than the pulp. What is the, usually, you take a look at a lemon, yeah? So what's the part of the main part of the lemon? What we eat, right? Like with the grapefruit, Yeah. Then you have around it, like in an orange, that little stickle, it's called the rind. By an esteric, the rind is much larger than the pulp. And that tam is takatam, that's katama eights. The tam of the rind is katama eights. So Asama says, why is Esther called hadar, pre-eights hadar? You know why it's called hadar? So Asama says, Sukkah says, but it's the only pre that listened, the only tree that listened, the tam eights, the katama pre, so it's the only beautiful tree. <laughs> that's what he says is hadar. No, no, you have to understand also what's the meaning of Tamei Tzketama Pri. Okay, let's just see this line here. Va, ve'idach nami, haksiv eitz oisapri. The Beleza didn't know it says eitz oisapri. It said the oisapri, and that's what happened. And for the Gemara, who bracha l'doidis hudiksev? That's a bracha for doidis. In other words, Hashem was saying that what happened that toitziyadets dasha eitz oisapri that it created eitzim filled with fruits. But it also created Eitzim that will be Oisapri every single year. Ledoidus. You needed Ledoidus. But now when it was created, it wasn't Oisapri. It was filled with Pedis. Ledoidus, it's Oisapri. That's how he answers Rabbi Yeshua's time. V'idach nami, haksiv Eitzpri. Rabbi Yeshua knows that it says Eitzpri, which means an Eitz of Pri. Eitzpri doesn't mean an Eitz that's going to develop Pri. An Eitz with Pedis, which means Tishrei, not Nisan. That's the Raya of Rebelezer. Ha'hu Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. This is following the shit of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Who? Rabbi Yeshua. Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, a very interesting uh, teaching. Kol Maise Bereshis. Everything that was created. Bekoi Mason Nivru. Ulikoi Mason Nivru. It was created in full height. Meaning full development. Adam and Chava weren't created as... Infants that can't move. They, I mean, they can move, but they can't function. Yeah, you see that they were mature people. And the same is true with animals. Everything that was created, they were created already fully mature and developed with their full skills and their full prowess. Where does he learn from this? Where does he learn it from? He learns it from eights. He learns it from eights pri. That all my separations was created b'kaymason nivru. Rashi says, v'hainu eights pri, ro'i ho'ya litten primiyat. That it was already, uh, how long does it take for a tree to mature? We learned. It could take many, many years for a tree to be able to be capable. It's like a baby. You can't right away start having children. An eight is a baby. It's a sapling. But it was already eight pleep shop. Not that it was, not that it was Tishrei. It was Nissan. But it was ready to go. 
It's not an age that still has to mature. Everything is mature. And the Yeshua ben Levi continues. This is fascinating. Nothing was created by force. Everybody had to agree to be created. Rabbi Yishlam did not create anything without Ladaita Nivru. Everything had to be Ladaitam. Rashi says, Shalom im in Boris. Hashem asked every single creation, Do you want to be created? They said yes. If they would have said no, no problem. They had to agree to be created, to get into this whole reality called creation. How can you ask something if it's not created? Ah, jetzt willst du gleich gehen in Chsidus. Du willst gleich gehen in Chsidus, yeah? That's a very, very good question. If something is not created, how do you ask it if it was created? <laughs> the Gemara doesn't even think to ask that question because it was pushed by the was pushed by the Gemara that you can ask it if it wants to be created. What came first, the chicken or the egg, the chicken came first. So the truth is that this question is brought. The mafarshim bring the. I saw the chuvas brings the question and says two answers. Everything doesn't begin in Gashmi. It begins with a Shruchni is the Kemoker. What we call in Sifri Hanistas Seder Hishpalshalos. What we see in this world is the last stage of a long evolutionary process from Ruchni to Gashmis. The Medrash says, Ein lecha Esav melmata, she'ein loy mazel melmayla hamakaboy ve'oymer loy gdal. Yeah? So therefore... The consultation may not have been with the physical creation as we know it. And Bechal, what does it mean to consult a horse, a dog, a hyena, or an elephant, or a bear, if you want to be created, or an ant, or a hornet, or a mosquito? I mean, everybody was created a hornet. Mainly, you can understand, you ask people. So, but everything has a certain kayach ruchni. But the truth is that, that itself needs a That itself needs has because that was also created. The spiritual source of the nivir was also created. Another idea in Shubha Sagayinim is that Hashem tuned in to the Bria and asked Himself, would this type of Bria say yes? And if not, He didn't create it. In other words, it was as though it was as though He asked it. Although the first Shubha says that He spoke, so to speak, to its mazel. Before it came into Gashmi's, He, sp- he spoke to the Ruchni's, the Keshoyrish of this Nivra. But nothing was created by force. It's brought in Shubha Sagayin in both explanations. So it could be there certain things that said no. Huh? Yeah, we wouldn't know. It wasn't created by force, but by the force. Huh? Very good. And Vaitari says, and Vaitari says, L'tzivyoyna nivru. What's L'tzivyoyna? L'tzivyoyna means everyone, L'tzivyoyna is shape, character. It's not just you had to agree to be created. You had to agree how to be created. You had to agree that this is going to be, these are going to be your characteristics. This is what you're going to be dealing with. You're going to have this, you're not going to have this. So it's not only the daitim, it's what Sabir Rashi says, betam. Rashi says, Everything, tfus is shape, form, form, image. And tam kolechad vechad. Everything has its tam, its flavor. So in other words, uh, the words tzivyoinam 
is brought tzavi in Aramaic means rotsin. So you say ledaiton nivru, they were created with their rotsin, with their das. So b'tzlitzivyonim nivru, they were created with their rotsin. In other words, it's not only if you should be created, but also how you should be created, what you're going to be, what you're not going to be, exactly your identity, and what your life is going to look like. All this was agreed upon by every single one of Maisa Bereshis. Yeah? Huh? It's brought in some Svarim and Sifri Chsidis from this Gemara that basically this is not just then. It continues. What cannot be changed? It continues. Oh, it's not just Adam and Chava. Basically, every Neshama that's born and every Maisa Every person. Every person is, has a Tzivyan. Has, first of all, the question is should you be created? The second thing is how should you be created and what should your life look like? And basically, this is a very powerful concept. That every soul shows exactly what it's going to go through throughout the entire life. Every, every, even though it seems very strange sometimes, because people say, this, not me, you could have chosen somebody else for this. Huh? Yes, you could have chosen somebody else. But the mashmoz here is that the soul knowing its full potential and its full mission wasn't necessarily looking for an easy path, past, or path. Once we're living in this life, you know, you just want to get rid of the headache, whatever it takes. But the soul understood that every single challenge is not really a challenge, it's a mission. It's an opportunity. No such a thing as a crisis. It's the mission that this soul was sent into the world in order to accomplish. So therefore, sometimes soldiers, generals, people of service are sent into the most dangerous zones. Why do they do it? Why do they do it? The answer is they realize that this is their mission and this is their skill. So they do it and they do it enthusiastically. So when the soul was consulted, the soul was asked, is this what you want to do? And the soul says, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. So someone's asking that could be pshat and that's a pretty, very, It's a pretty loaded idea, I think. No pressure. Huh? So no pressure. This is what you want to do. Uh, what, what does it mean in pre-Kolos? Balkar Yeah. How does it how does it fit with the Daitum Nivru? You can't change your mind. When was the soul created, though? You said you asked, Hashem asked the soul, when was the soul created? He says, Call my Sibiratius. So someone well, says, When was the soul created? Shem went and asked the soul, Do you want to recreate it? The truth is, it says in Medrash Rabbah in Rus, that the whole consultation of the world was with the Nishamas. Ah? Huh? I'm asking that the Pshat says Nasa Adam. Uh, let me say Nasa Adam. Let us create then. Let us. Could that be the question that we're referring to? That you mean that he spoke to the yes. people, Nasa oh, Adam. Right. Interesting, but that doesn't say by other. Here we're talking about old Maisa Bereshis. The Yismach Moshe, I think, says that uh, the Satmana. I think the Yismach Moshe. By Yemen Alekim Nasa Adam, that every other animal is basically after a few days. It, it, it's not mamish on its own, but uh, I once saw a gazelle being born. Within a few minutes, it was running. I mean, not very fast, it was running. And for a human being, it takes years and years and years to be able to function independently. Some of us, at the age of 40, were still uh, going back to our mother for supper. So, Vayoyimir Elikim, Vayoyimir Elikim, Hashem speaks 
to every father and mother, and he says, Nasa Adam, kum lame For this I need parents. Nasa Adam, let's make a man together. But I'll call upon him, that's what eight pri, what's eight pri? That call my sebereshes bekoimasa nivru, and then ledaitam nivru, letsevyoinam nivru. Now ledaitam letsevyoinam, you don't see from eight pri. Koimasa you see from eight pri. Ledaitam letsevyoinam means with their consent, and sevyoinam means with their will, with their desire. What's it, Moisif? So Rashi says, it's Moisif that your desire is not just to be created, your desire is how to be created. What you're going to look like. You know the Maisa with the, with the Divrei Chaim, with the Tzanza? Let's just finish, I'll tell you the Maisa. Shenemar, the Pasek says, Vayichulu ha-shamayim ve'aretz v'chol tzvam. Al tikri tzvam, elo tzivi yoinam. He finished creating Shamayim and Aretz and all their tzvam. Literally, we take tzvam as their, their troops, their legions. He says, don't read it only tzvam, but kilu tzivyoinam. In other words, vayichulu ha-shamayim v'aretz v'chol tzivyoinam and all of their desires. He finished creating the world and all of its desires. Don't say all of the desires. Because everything is exactly what it wanted to be. It's a very fascinating idea of how deeply rooted uh, human uh, consent is in the whole Bria Sa'ila. That nothing could be by force. Literally nothing could be by force. Why? Shem is the Boreel. Mechvil de Bashafen. I create you. You don't like it. Go, go find yourself another God. I mean, well, what I'm the boss. It can't work that way. Everything ultimately had to agree. You have to enter. It's like a marriage. You can't force a relationship. Huh? You, this is what you really want. This is what you really want. This doesn't mean you shouldn't change circumstances in life. Because... The Tzivian, the Tzivian. Ah, the Tzivian, yeah. Tzivian come from Russian Tzeva, from the various colors also? No, that's... No, here Tzavi means Edgevolt. Utzvula chada b'hai vada b'goy idin v'chol gatfin. I don't know if you say b'nei echol. So it's not... Tzivi b'esri b'an. Yes. Yes, yes, agdam esvus, yeah. Tzadik v'ez yud means rotsa, rotsa. But Tzivyoinam with their rotsa nivru. It was, I was once davening in a shul close to my house, and there's a rav there, so his name is Abchaim Rubin. So he's a ben achaben from the, he's named after the Tzanzi rav, the Divri Chaim. So he told me that he heard a maisa from his baba, and when his baba said it to him, she was crying, crying very heavily. She heard it from her baba, who heard it from the person that happened to. Divri Chaim, his wife's name was Ruchel Feige. And uh, his baba was named after her. The seed told me, Reb Chaim. And uh, what happened was, he was an Ilui and he was a Bacher. And he was learning in a yeshiva in Poland. And the Mechutin was the Baruch Tam. The Baruch Tam was one of the big Rabbanim in Poland. His name was Reb Baruch Frankel to Umim. The safe is called Baruch Tam. He's known as one of the Ka'uni Hadar. And he had a daughter. Daughter's name was Rachel Fege, and to put it in his words, she was the beauty of Poland. She was something exceptional. 
So he went to find a good bacher. So he went to the yeshivas, he went to one of the yeshivas, and he asked the yeshiva, who's the greatest bacher? So he pointed to the Divri Chaim, he was 14 years old. So he goes over to his seat, and he starts schmoozing with him, he schmoozes with him for two hours, and he sees that this uh, is idis should be idis, in terms of, of midis, in terms of of Torah, uh, in terms of Yerushamayim. So he finishes the conversation, he says, Mazel tov, uh, I want to take you for my daughter. So you know how it was then. And Gedik uh, comes home and he wishes his wife Mazeltov, his daughter Mazeltov. They start writing letters, they have to make Tiroy and prepare for the Chasm. His wife says to him, Two hours and you make a decision like this? This is our daughter, how do you do this? So he says, oh, There's nothing more to see, it was all good. She says, You have to check out a guy, you have to see him in different vibes and practice a mention, yeah. So he says, so what, are you, what should I do? She says, at least send somebody. So he takes two of his Talmidim, older Talmidim, and he asks them to go down and to continue uh, scrutinizing this boy so his wife could feel comfortable with the Shidduch. So they go there and they come back. They come back, he says, no. They say, did you see him? Did you see what he looks like? Well, he looks fine. So did you see how he walks? Divri Chaim was ahinkadike. He was limp, he was lame. Didn't see? I didn't see. He says, Ah, I was talking to him for two hours. He was sitting. <laughs> so I didn't see I didn't see what he looks like when he gets up. I didn't see his touch. So I said, I don't understand. Our daughter, it's not fair. She was a beautiful, beautiful girl. Why should she marry a Balmu? It's not fair to her. It doesn't make sense. He's horribly upset. His wife wants to kill him, of course. And he wants to kill it's a horrible thing. On one hand, he wants to break the shidduch. On the other hand, he already made a commitment. They already sent letters. You know how it is. They already made a, a... I mean, they weren't married. So he felt horrible. He felt horrible. They didn't know what to do. It was already this man closer to the wedding. And uh, to break his promise, he felt horrible. But to put his wife, his daughter through this, he felt even more horrible. So a little while before the wedding, the Divri Chaim shows up at the house. And the Taka sees... Uh, his mum, his blemish. And he comes to the door and he sees him. So he knew who he was. And right away he says, I assume that when you saw me, you didn't realize my blemish. So it was a mekechtos. So you could uh, be mevatel the shidduch without any concerns because it's not fear. You didn't know what you're getting into. There's no... Uh, there's no. It was a mistake. It's fine. And... Uh, so the father got very emotional because he knew that this was an exceptional boy. Tzanzerov he was. So he was crying, he was very emotional. And the Divri Chaim says, the only thing I would ask you is before you mavatl the shidduch, it's up to you and her. But if I could see her for a few minutes, the chfart, my, uh, my kala, I just want to see her. See, sister. So he tells his daughter that Yechosim came to see. So they went into a room and he wanted to be private. And there was a mirror in the room. So Tzanzerov tells the Kala, Rachel if she can go over to the mirror. So she goes over to the mirror. She goes over to the mirror, she gives a geshrei, she gives a scream. What happened? She looks in the mirror and she sees that she's lame, that she's limp. Her stature is not erect. This was very strange. Now he was standing by her in the mirror, and he in the mirror was like uh, st- standing straight. So he says, This is voodoo. What is this? Kish of mice? What is this? 
So he says, I'll be very honest with you, I'll tell you the truth. Kol Maise Bereshis is the Chlodaitum Nivru, L'Tzivyoinum Nivru. Before I came down to this world, I wanted to know who's my, uh, who's my, Bas Ploini Leploini, who's the Bas Ploini? So generally, the policy is they don't show. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this, I don't like her, she's this, she's that. I said, you could show me. I'm not going down if I don't see her. So, they showed me, they showed me who you are. And I saw that you have a type of soul, that Mitzadit's story of life is going to come into a body that's going to be lame. Like bent over. <laughs> You're going to limp. And uh, so I told Hashem that since it's Plagufa, a husband and a wife are two halves of one entity. And for a woman, it's harder than for a man. So therefore, I want to take this upon myself. He says, uh, it's not really going to work. I mean, this is her thing. So he says, I'm not going down. I want this. I'll take upon myself. And she should have what I was supposed to have in terms of the straightness and the beauty of the body. This is what I want. He says, you're sure? If you really want, it's L'tzivyoyna. So he says, yeah. The Chaim says, so that's why I have my thing, I have my body, and you have your body. In the mirror, you basically saw how it was L'chadchila before I made this deal. So uh, she came out of the room. She said, Mazel Tov Tata, Mazel Tov Mama, this is my, uh, this is my husband. So Thakano, the Divri Chaim, uh, the Tzanzerov, had this uh, this limp, or he was somewhat lame. Rachel Fega was, uh, physically, her physique was mamish uh, extraordinary. So he used to say the Maisi, he told me, to say that when you see a chisarin in your wife, or in your husband, so you right people get very upset, and they blame them. Sometimes it could be that what you're seeing actually belongs to you. You never know if they didn't accept upon themselves to deal with this so that you shouldn't have to deal with it. So instead of getting upset at them, it may actually be the other way around. You have to, perspective has to be well, what we can do together to fix this. But don't think it's only the other person. Sometimes it's actually a reflection of you. Yeah. Okay. Huh? This was Zivagrid, yeah, there was another, I think, two Ziv. I think she died. So, Dacht. So, was that Divri Chaim Yidin Dach? Was that Kansanza Yidin Dach? Huh? Nobody from Tzans? I don't know. Huh? The Divri Chaim, yeah. The Divri Chaim was once writing a tshuva. And his father, and then one of his Talmidim came in, and he saw that he was working extra hard. So he said, Vos, uh, what happened? He says that Tzamech Tzedek sent him a question, and he's writing back to the Tzamech Tzedek. And when you write him a tshuva, it has to be, Oizgahalt and Alpipshat, and Emes, Durush and Sad. So it's taking a while. It's not easy for him. But this is a very interesting Gemara. Huh? You hear? Everyone had to agree to their life. What about those animals that were... What? <laughs> That's the same idea. Why would you agree to your life? Because you don't see it as a curse. You see it as an opportunity. So when you look at a challenge in your life, you have to see it, that it's a journey to be able to transform it into light. doesn't mean it's always easy. Sometimes people choose painful paths. We know that.
right? People who train for heavy, heavy fighting, it's painful. It's, training is painful and combat is painful, but this is what they, they feel this is what they're made for. Why they choose it? Why? Why did Yosef choose to be sold? Because he wasn't sold, he was sent. Huh? The Neshama says, this is who you are. This is what I would say, Pshat is, before you were created, he doesn't know what you said. The Pshat is, what Tzavyoyna means, he's actually sending you on a mission that belongs to you. It's your deepest Ratzon. He knows it's your deepest. This is, this is who you are. You can't not be who you are, yeah? I can't make believe I'm not me. I'm you. There's no such a thing. People who make believe they're not them can't be normal because their whole life is fake. So he understood that you are who you are and you're embracing who you are. You can't not embrace who you are. That's the Havon in the second part of Chubas HaGoyim. Yeah. Yeah, Rashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas says, Loshna Nova, humility. Fakert. When Moshe wrote the Sefer Torah, when Moshe wrote the Torah, he said, This is the Chamakim for Kfirah. Nasa Adam Khalilah could sound like the Stater Shuyas. So he says, Ksayv, for Haroit Salitis Yita. You write. If somebody wants to make a mistake, they'll make a mistake. But you write. So why does it say Nasa? Derech Hanova, to teach people that they could consult. They don't have to do everything on their own. That's another pshat, yeah. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.